Talon's gonna yell at me for my squeaky okay? chair, though. Uh, then okay, well, get out of your fucking out. squeaky chair, Don. How can I work if I'm not in my squeaky chair? Well, I don't know, Don. Figure it out. Stop squeaking, maybe. I can't do both. Hold on, hold on. Okay, Jack, I can need, do both. You need to Shut up, Greg. Yeah, well, not all of us have a basement dedicated entirely to modeling. <laughs> it sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> Some of us work entirely skill in the, kind of the confines of a phone booth. Skill issue. Yeah, about to say skill issue. <laughs> all right, Dennis. What uh, were you saying? Oh, uh, yes. So I'm leaving at 12 tomorrow because I've got a uh, quantum computing course. So you better come here before 12. Okay. Noted. Oh my okay. god, I made the first shape of my house. A square. No, it's it's a like square? a well, it's like a rectangle with a triangle on top. It's a two-story house. Oh, okay. That's two shapes actually. So Well, it's into one. It's an arrow. Two without shapes. edges. No. That's advanced for marine uh, geometry. <laughs> That's I, what what's a marine? I don't know what or who that is. You passed geometry. I'm sending pictures. Or I did. Geometry. The fuck? I did that too, barely. <laughs> Go check fucking planning of podcast. Oh wait, we're we're recording. I Since when? A, I, wa- I wanted to capture Garrison saying, "Oh my god, Daddy Donnie!" <laughs> oh my god, Daddy Donnie! Oh. <laughs> Calum, can we make that into like a, a drop or something that we can just do? <laughs> oh <up>? god! <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's our intro. I can I can put do that at the with end that. of oh, the intro Calum. music. I so, put I it on a soundboard. Tell yeah. Jack just solved all of our copyright issues. We'll just make that a intro <laughs> music. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my oh. god, Daddy Donnie dubstep. Oh, yes, you like copyright-free dubstep. <laughs> oh god, that's a hello. Worst. You're listening to Micro Machines podcast. My name is Who's Dennis. Right now? You say you couldn't hear it, or was that fucking Ezra? I don't know. Probably you, Ezra. Is that you, Greg? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's me, Sanding. Nice. I'll sand uh, with that, you that's if you want. That's sweet. Okay. Okay. That's Don. Don, I know where you live. I could walk there before the time this podcast is over and solve that squeaky chair. That's a good you. point. Pick me up while you're at it. Man, you're so far away. You told me to pick you up in Cavendish. You were like, yeah, well, I'm halfway to the pier, bro. I was driving in the middle of like the dark. There was so much fog, I couldn't That's barely see past my hood. Nope, skill issue. No, you skill asked issue. my prize to make the like, light of its life. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Nope. Which one of you fucks is holding the sanding stick? That's Both <laughs> of us. Both of us. Suck it, Don. Team effort. Suck it. Really? Yeah. Hey, yo. Callum, good luck. Patreon episode. <laughs> oh my god, a Patreon yeah, that's, episode. That's a, Say whatever that's you want. Good. Daddy, All right, ladies, yeah, let's get this show on the road, yay. Hang on, yeah. What are we even talking about tonight? What's happening? Oh, oh Don, you're just here for the ride, baby boy. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Ezra's off. Oh, Ezra's And Ezra's gone. Um, hold on, hold on. Jesus hold on. Christ. There he is, there he is. He's, he's good. Ezra, what happened to you, man? I have no idea. I, you haven't said a word yet. <laughs> really? Stay, stay What's your closet? favorite Israeli tank? Uh, the M51. Okay, Don't so answer. it's not the Spanwalker. Okay. Yeah. Well, on that note, you are listening to the Mark Machines podcast. And this week, we are discussing the T-54 slash 55 series of tanks. But first, wow. shall we do some introductions? We shall. 
Um, okay, I'll, I'll go first because I'm talking. I'm Jack. I am in Ontario. I've got a uh, ginger tea. And I'm having a good night. Who's next? You've got me. I'm Dennis. I'm also from Ontario, between Jack and Don, and I'm drinking a black coffee. You sure are. Uh, to complete the Ontario trifecta, Don is here tonight. I'm not quite Ooh. sure why. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything do. to drink. I'm going to have to go solve that in a minute. Oh, ah, yeah. yes. Uh, you got me, Callum, down in New Zealand, oh. currently preparing myself for a, another cyclone. This will be our third one in a month. What? So, modeling season, man. Modeling season. <laughs> modeling uh, season. That's if my house doesn't flood this time. Um, How the hell do you have three cyclones in one month? I don't Where do you know. live, dude? <laughs> the same reason that we don't have snow in February, dude. Yeah. Good oh, climate we do change. We, we but, do have um, snow in February. It just melts the next day. Yeah. yeah, but and um, then it anyway, I anyway I'm joining uh, Dennis in his black coffee. Smart it's very man. warm in here. I am Ezra in Truth or Consequences, and I'm drinking a warm ginger ale. What's, What's your, your address, address, Ezra? Ezra? <laughs> oh, I would love to tell you. <laughs> it's your social security Wait. number, Ezra. Let me go grab it really quick. You know? <laughs> while, you're, while you're at it, go ahead and grab your dad's credit card. Not the debit, the credit one. The credit. Got to build up his score. Joke's yeah, on you. That's definitely what I'll be doing, yes. <laughs> Joke's on you. That's already been leaked somewhere. You just got to find oh, it. No. Dennis, oh, no. We well, were in sync with that in. one, though. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Garrison in a beautiful state of Kansas, and Ooh. I'm drinking a coffee and building a house. What's in your coffee? Uh, <laughs> Don, you're going to love this. Uh, Canadian Club and a little bit of milk. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Pussy. What? Nice. <laughs> okay. Woo! Friday night, let's fucking go. <laughs> not completely shit-faced by the end of this episode, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. That's what you say every episode, Dennis. <laughs> I know, because I wish he would do it, but he doesn't. One of these... Ep- okay, we'll have to get a special time, and like Calm and I can just fucking drink. And that was Don, supposed to be you can Christmas, on actually. No, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas was supposed episode. to be Christmas at the bench, but that never happened. Well, that's what happens at the bench when it's Christmas. No... Jack. I mean, kind of, yes. I had eggnog yeah, with a bunch I, of Canadian club in it. Yeah. Ew. It was so good. <laughs> that is rancid, Admit that Canadian bro. club is the superior beverage. Oh, dude. It, oh, my God. It's like the best whiskey I've ever had. Don, weren't you a howitzer guy? Uh, that's my, like, bar booze, yes. Fair. Because CC's, the good stuff's too expensive, and I'm too cheap. <laughs> Plus, it's got a 25-pounder on the bottle, so how can I not? Well, speaking of cheap, Callum, what have you got for us to speak? Hey, just because I buy second-hand vintage models doesn't mean I'm No dumbass, I'm talking about the tank. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, this is getting feisty tonight. Yes, black coffee and math makes me very uncontrollable. (laughs) Sorry, math or meth? Both. Both. (laughs) Right, so, yes, I decided I felt like talking about the T-54 and 55, just because. But, you know me. But Callum, aren't they the same tank? Uh, We're going to find out. (laughs) (laughs) 
But first, you know me, I like to do a little bit of a history before. <laughs> and uh, before the T-54 and 55, we had the T-34 and the T-44. Now, we all, so we all know the T-34 okay, specifically. <laughs> we all know the T-34 specifically, the T-34-85. Now, uh, after the T-34-85 was developed, the Soviets wanted something a bit better. Uh, hence, they started developing the T-44. And basically, the reason was the T-34-85 was built in a large scale, had a decent gun with the 85mm D5T, but the armor was starting to lack protection uh, by the late war. You know, the whole sloped armor thing um, just wasn't working out for the T-34. It just didn't have enough, you know, anything. Now, the T-44 was originally developed as a replacement for the T-3485. It had the same D5T cannon, and they also built it with the ZIS S-53 cannon. Uh, you'll notice they did have a quite a similar turret. Uh, however, they moved the turret more to the center and it had a bit more armor on the front. So the engine was mounted transversely and the front armor could bounce a Panther and Tiger round. So, you know, the T-44 is shaping up to be a pretty decent tank. Uh, however, because of the number of T-34s that they already had, they felt that the T-44 wasn't quite needed. The T-44 was introduced around... Uh, 44-45, but it wasn't used operationally during the war. It didn't see action. However, there were about 1,800 T-44s built and used, but considering you're looking at the T-3485 at the point, which had about 22,500-odd, uh, the, there wasn't much call for the T-44. Um, around 1944... Uh, specifications and plans for the T-54 were already being made. Um, however, they did try stuff with the T-44. Uh, they also tried adding the D-10, the D-10 T-100, 100 millimeter cannon and the 122 millimeter D-2544. So they were trying to, re so basically they wanted to, wanted something a bit heavier armored, uh, better gun. They, they wanted some, an upgrade for the T-34. They thought the T-44 could do it, uh, but I think the T-44 was mainly poor timing. Um, so they kind of just skipped over the T-44 entirely, uh, which is a shame. The T-44 is actually very, it, it's a very cool looking tank. I quite like it. It's, um, yeah, it, it looks, it looks, in my opinion, don't kill me, a lot better than the T-34. It it looks like a T six or T fifty five and a T thirty four just had a little baby. Well, that's exactly what happened. It, it looks like the T thirty four, but you made it functional. <laughs> are there any models of the T forty four? Because that would be like a really good Cold War what if build. Many art makes I one. Feel like what? yeah, I was gonna say well, many are... a whole bunch of them. Yeah, they make a whole yeah. bunch of them. And they make uh, full interior versions as well. Oh, oh my yeah, god, I'm that. Google Wait, time. Individual so, rivets and everything. You know what? Radio does actually give you individual rivets. If you look on the side of their sprue, you will find that they mold rivets onto the sprue. Actually, yeah, I've seen that. I think Tommy would do the same on some kits. Yep. Oh my yeah. god, you weren't lying. Taking rivet counter to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that looks... Oh my gosh. Hang on, Callum. I'm going to send this to you. And, uh... 
Well, okay, I'll Cal, probably so were parts of the T-44 interchangeable with the T-34, or were they just, like, not compatible? Uh, quite different, basically. Okay. Yeah, you, you can you can kind of see just uh, different sizes and, and everything, so... Okay, yeah. so it's like a uh, P-51 twin Mustang kind of thing. Yeah, looks yeah, similar, but completely different, yeah. So... After the uh, plans for the T-54 were drawn up, if we uh, go to the next one, you're, you're saying that the T-44 and the T-54 look quite similar. Well, they do. Basically, the T-54 is an upgrade of the T-44. Uh, so basically, the, it was known as the T-54-1, 1947, which is basically the T-44 that was redesigned with a larger, roomier turret uh, with a similar design of the IS-3 turret and had much more armor than the uh, T-44 and the T-3485. It was fitted with the 100mm D-10T cannon. The chassis was lengthened uh, more than the T-44. You can kind of see just by the uh, the front road wheel, you can see there's uh, the characteristic sort of gap you know, you notice that the uh, road wheels aren't uniform. There is a gap in the between the front and second road wheel. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Was that just because they cut and the chassis added extra like extra room to it? I, I think so. I think that's about where they lengthened it. Um, and I think is... it's just yeah, oh, they never God. bothered to. I mean, you know, if it worked, it worked. Still looks ghetto as hell, though. Yeah, that turret is disgusting. Yeah. You say it's ghetto yeah. as hell, but that's like everything in the Horizon Islands. That, yeah. It would be perfect for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it would be. Yeah. So other things, the front hull was reinforced by having the driver's front slit removed. So you know the uh, Soviets, the T thirty fours and whatnot, they had the uh, as well. They had the direct vision uh, slits, which is a bit of a weak point on all tanks. Uh, so that was removed. Um, they ended up with a periscope instead. The front hull armor was increased to 120 millimeters thick. Uh, thick. Uh, however, it did start the trend of all Soviet tanks uh, only having four degrees of gun depression. Uh, this is the time when stuff like okay. the Centurion and the, uh, you know, and stuff like that were coming out and they had about 10 degrees of gun depression, whereas, you know, the Soviets only had about four. So... As you can see in the uh, top top picture, the T fifty four dash one early uh, with the transitional turret, and uh, you can see there's a lot of similarities with the T forty four. So also the T fifty four dash one, the very first one. You know how the Soviets with the IS six and seven and all of that, they they had that um, tendency to put machine gun boxes for uh, forward firing. Oh no! This had it. No. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. They had that. So um, yes, the the uh, one down at the bottom though, the uh, fin they're called Fender machine gun boxes uh, have been replaced. But so you can you can see the uh, similarities with T forty four. If we so after the T uh, so after the dash one. We go on to the dash two and dash three. If you'd be so kind. Now here you can kind of see. The T-54 uh, turning into the tank that we know, the, the shape and whatnot. So at the top you have the Dash 2, at the bottom you have the Dash 3. The Dash 3 is the one that we know the most. 
So with the Dash 2 and Dash 3, the front plate thickness was reduced from 120 millimeters down to just 100 mil. Uh, the T54-2 was fitted with a better dome turret with flatter sides than, say, that of the uh, early ones, the Dash 1. Uh, they removed the fender machine guns because, you know, that's just added weight that you don't need. Now, as you can see, the Dash 3 got a new turret that eliminated trap shots uh, that, was, that the Dash 1 and 2 were prone to. So you can see that both the Dash 2 and the Dash 1, the turrets had an overhang to them. And this would this meant that any that the uh, they could be trap shot into that overhang and it would fire and then it would send the round ricocheting into the roof of the uh, turret. So um, yeah, so they redesigned the turret for the Dash 3, which is also known as the Object 137, so it didn't get trap shot anymore. Um, the Dash 3 also had a brand new TSH 2-22 telescope uh, gunner sight, improved seal, rub um, seal rubbing parts, bearings, and electrical appliances protected from dust, as well as a TDA smoke generating system. So you, you can see the natural progression from the Dash 1 to the Dash 3 of how they just kept on improving, improving, just little things at a time um, until we get the T-54 as we know it. Any questions? All good? <laughs> yeah, Everyone kinda. following? All good in the hood. Yeah. It, it just kind of looks like a, like a little Sheridan and Patton had a baby, almost. Yeah. I wonder if Minia, if it, you know, you know how Minia release all those T fifty five and fifty fours. Oh, yeah, they're, oh, they're yeah. all of the oh. dash three. Why do the, dome, the uh, full dome one non non overhang? They, I wonder if at some point they have the two. They have the dash they, two. <clears throat> yeah, I have two of them. You bought both of them oh, at the same how time. Do you have two. Jesus. Yeah, I, I tried I to F, baby. I just, I just, I saw them. And I thought, I want that. Do they no, do you buy a mini art kit for God's sake? Yeah, yeah. Ezra, what's it like to have limitless disposable income to just yeah? buy shit you're never going to build? I mean, uh, I'll build it eventually. Send, send me oh, some where do you get all this money? Yeah, we all know that. What, what do you weld? Like, what? Where do uh, I get this money? Welding. I've. Yeah. I call yeah. Wait, actually? Yeah. Really? I will. I will. <laughs> the, Jack is in need of a good welder. Are Mark, you Ezra? Mark are you <laughs> we know. Ezra? Are you like hey, a uh, like Don, a German armor just, welder, or are uh, you like a Soviet welder. welder? Oh, I'd love uh, to think of yeah. myself as a German. It's uh, oh, it's, gosh, a it's a flux. Yeah, it's a flux. We know. <laughs> it's not a Mastercraft. It's I forget the brand, but it's better than Mastercraft. Oh, good. What, what kind, I forget Jack? the brand because it was what's um, his name. I inherited it. It's in the garage right now. Does it yeah, say Mastercraft? But as long on the as side? it's not Mastercraft. <laughs> yeah. Oh sh. <laughs> That's all right. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. Probably. Right, carry on, Cal. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask uh, Ezra. They've got the Dash Two kit. Do they have a Dash One? I have no idea. But knowing so. mini art, yeah. About to say, knowing mini art, they probably do. Yeah. Right. So this, so 
we end up with the T54-3 or the object 137. So this basically becomes a T54. If we could go to the next slide, they continue to upgrade it. Here we, here we come to the T54A. Uh, so this tank was now equipped with the, with the new STP-1 gun stabilizer in a vertical plane with better guidance. Uh, the new gun was now designated the D10TG. It had an automated electric ejection system to purge the barrel, and the initial small uh -huh, the initial small muzzle counterweight was replaced with a massive fume extractor. Uh, I'm sorry, Cal. Okay, okay. Auto yeah. ejector. <laughs> the engine received an air cleaner with controlled blinds, multi-stage air filter, and radi radiator control, and the new OP. VT waiting snorkel. The driver got a night vision periscope and as the TVN-1 and related IR driving searchlight. And other small additions included an electrical oil pump, bilge pump, and automatic fire extinguisher. So would you know there's some creature comforts in a Soviet tank? Small I, ones, but of that uh, TV the uh, IR. I bet that's what they did. That first gen IR must have been really rancid. Oh god, that would have be been bad. terrifying to drive with. <laughs> yeah. I think I would, if I were in that, I would just leave it off. Just drive without it. Yeah. They, they probably. I bet say they probably did. I'm gonna go like check that, that out the window and see me. if it's snowing here too. Yeah. Yeah. it's snowing here right now. It just started. <laughs> say what? It's snowing right here right now. Hey, hey, Dennis, go fuck yourself. Love you too. Now you can't have nice things where you live. <laughs> oh, is that rubber armor I see? Oh, God. Bro, rubber is not armor. I don't know how they use it as that. Down, boy. Down. Because it, it squishes the head on... Um, Stimulates the tip. On... <laughs> it deforms the tip, if you will. Oh, God. That's the excuse I use as well. <laughs> Where's the improvement? Uh, so after the T54A, oh. they I'm so saw more need for improvement. Alphabet. So we got the T54B. <laughs> so this was now equipped with the DT. I'm about to tell you because they went from A to B. <laughs> yeah, no shit, Jack. Hey, with the program here. <laughs> so it was now equipped with the D10T to S rifle gun, coupled with the STB. Dash two two plane stabilizer. This increased the target hit probability from thirty percent to sixty percent. Wow, um, that's actually pretty decent. That's actually pretty good for that era. Like they doubled it, so you know, uh, fuel tanks uh, were now fitted with self sealing units, meaning that they had meaning they now had a fording depth of five meters, and new infrared vision and night sights were added at the end of production of the uh, B series. Uh, including the L2 Lunar Infrared Searchlight, TPN-1-22-11, Jesus Christ, Infrared Gunner's Sight, and new OU-3 IR Searchlight mounted over the Commander's Cupola. Ugh. God, that's a lot of specs. But yeah, so that is the uh, B-Series. And I've just thrown up uh, two examples, oh, yeah. uh, just for reference. I love those. Uh, thanks to uh, Tank Encyclopedia. They have a shit ton of... Uh, I mean, they're, 
their drawings, but you know, they're, they're pretty accurate with their depictions. So up the top, you've got a 1970s Polish B series. Um, I like they've added in uh, that the uh, spoked wheels and modern wheels are mixed together on one tank. So if you're making a T54B, you could do that. You can uh, switch up the uh, old and new uh, wheels. And then also uh, a Serbian B series with the uh, rubber panels for protection. Oh, probably oh, the only thing you and a uh, T54 will have in common are need of rubber. Or need for rubber, let me rephrase. <laughs> right, I mean, what kind of, I mean, if your dildo is made out of rubber, that's great and all, but I don't think... Well, well I wasn't trying to that. go there, but... Oh, oh, God, mm. you could... Oh, no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Dennis is having intrusive thoughts. That's right, I think you're... Not, oh. Ezra, I think you're more oh, yeah. to a uh, late war German vehicle with a lack of rubber. But <laughs> Floki. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've seen those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he tried. I mean, you know. That's true. I, I, you know, I won't say what I was going to say. Lack of rubber, can't pack the right punch, you know. I mean, I try, though. <laughs> Incidentally, if anyone is going to be making one of those Yugoslav vehicles with the rubber armor, I've heard that you can get uh, they're called, I think, magnetic mats off of Amazon. It's like magnetic rubber strips, and they, they apparently they're perfect for it. Like, they're the right thickness and everything. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder who. I wonder Thick. who had to do hours of experimentation to find that out. Not you. You just knew mm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right, so there's uh, one last variant of the T-54 that I want to talk about, the M variant. Uh, just an FYI to all listeners, this is a very condensed version of the T-54-55. There are so many variants, sub-variants, different countries building them, all of that. If I tried to go through every single one of them, it would be fucking Hawker Hurricane episode times two. I'd rather not. You know, I droned on Let's a bit on that one. That. Yeah. I mean, I can only torture people for so long. Anyway, so the T-54M, also known as the Object 139. So the very last set of modifications came with the Object 139. This model first tested the D-54TS 100mm smoothbore gun with a new Radaga stabilization system, first developed in 1952. The prototype was delivered at... Oh, fuck me. You got it, buddy. Come on, man. Come on. Nitsni Hadjil in... Fuck it, I'll do that. Yep. In October 1954. And also sported an increase to 50 round storage, a 14.5 millimeter AA machine gun, and an upgraded V-54-6 engine. Many problems were detected with the gun, preventing its adoption on the T-55. But this development was continued with the Object 165, forerunner of the T-62. So that is the T-54. Now, they wanted, they did continue to upgrade. Uh, of course, though, they went from the T-54 to the T-55, which is basically the T-54 on steroids somewhat. The main, there is one main difference between a T-54 and a 55, as we'll see in the next slide, Dennis, if you could. 
Thank you. So the T55 is the upgrade. The main thing that changed on a T55 was the included inclusion of an MBC protection package. Basically, the T55 could withstand Jesus. a nuclear blast. They were um, prepared. Survive a two a two to fifteen kiloton nuclear blast just three hundred meters from the epicenter. Oh my god! However, yeah, um, Mark. Yeah, however, <laughs> the tank could survive three hundred meters. The crew oh would have been melted in the heat and radiation. Um, What's the point? I'm just I'm just yeah. going through like my vague understanding of radiation and like if you were 300 meters away from something like that, yeah, you would have like third degree burns over every single part of your body. There, there wouldn't even be anything to hose out of the tank. You would just be Dust. a mist on yeah. the walls. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, crew you can replace tanks. You know, you don't want to do that. That that's now, Soviet ideology right there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, however, the crew could, uh, would only survive, uh, the closest they could be was 700 meters away. Plus they'd Although, be, even then, they'll they probably be trapped more, inside um, a metal irradiated than the workers. It's going to be so hot in there. If they were that far away, I'd give them 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. It was spicy not, They're probably seeing through their eyelids, sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Why is the air spicy? <laughs> Now, other things that changed was it was fitted with the a new engine, the new V55 12-cylinder four-stroke one-chamber 38.88 liter water-cooled diesel engine with 581 brake horsepower. Operational, operational mm. range and fuel capacity was increased to with an extra 300 liters in the front of the tank with a, for a total of 2,680 liters without external tanks. <gasps> Pressing yeah. that breathe. Uh, breathing's overrated. Now, uh, main gun was basically unchanged. Uh, new ammunition was developed, uh, such as the BK5M heat rounds, which could penetrate 390 millimeters of armor. The commander got a new TPKUB or TPKU 2B sight system, and the gunner got a TNP 165 sight. The 12.7mm dishcat was dropped because it was found to be useless against modern jets. Funny that. The ammo count was also increased from 34 to 45 rounds of ammo. Yeah, those are the main changes that, di that differentiate a T-54 and a T-55. Basically, a T-54 could not withstand a nuclear burst. The T-55 could. Somewhat. Well, the tank could, the crew couldn't, but who cares about the crew? Yeah. If we go to the next just, slide, yeah, I, I was just gonna say I just don't get if uh, if that tank was like 450 meters away from a blast zone and the the crew is just mincemeat, right? Yep. And you f finally get over there and you're like, all right, we got 20 tanks to recover to send to the. No, front. that's bad. That you got awesome. four days to do it. Uh, who in their right fucking mind is gonna <laughs> yeah. go sit in a radiated tank and go into combat? Um, you make it. You, you're you're saying that like anyone would have been given. Yeah, a I was choice. gonna say it's like you, oh, you say right, that like they right. had a choice in that matter. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Now, uh, after the T55, there were more upgrades, which brings us to the T55A. 
This version was derived from the prototype object 155A in 1963, characterized by a new anti-radiation lining and full PAZ if you if the you chemical love you too babe <laughs> chemical filtration system. This development was a logical step further after the PAZ protection suite suit and was developed by the Morozov Design Bureau in Kharkov in conjunction with uh, NI, was it NII Stali, whatever, <laughs> uh, which is uh, the Scientific Research Institute for Steel. The result was a special lining called POV. Hey, that's Greg's favorite category. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Takes one to know one. Fair. And permitted wow. and permitted by the intervention of the Oh fuck I'll say. The Bogonka. Thank you. Bureau at Nitsni Tadjil. Yeah, yeah, I I'm I'm a I'm a plastics designer at the Vaganka Bureau. <laughs> this was a lead-impregnated plastic applied to all interior surfaces to protect the crew. That's imagine that burning. You've got like lead and plastic particles in the air. Oh god. Oh, that's just that's fun. All you oh. all you need the Jap- is the Japanese to turn up with their asbestos, and you've got a fun combination. <laughs> oh god. I didn't think that. <laughs> yeah, I work at the cancer factory. Yeah. <laughs> And you uh, thought sniffing extra thin was bad. Yeah. I mean, it um, is. Outsides of the hatches. <laughs> so outsides of the hatches and hatch combings uh, protected by a thin steel cover. Outside the overpressure system, a new NBC proven air filtration completed the set against chemical agents. After trials, the production started in August 1963 as the T-55A. And should we go to the next one? C. So, after the T55A, we have the M and the, T, the T55M and the T55AM. I'm just going to add these as just two things because they're quite they're they're similar enough. Um, and basically, Righto. I'm going to do a quick breakdown of all the upgrade packages that they could re- that they received. So they got the Volna fire control system, the 9K116-1 Bastion ATGM system, and 1K13BOM guidance system. The These guys were able to make... Don't ATGMs listen to that one, actually. Hard from a barrel work in the American <laughs> I know. That's sad. Yeah. That is a reference to the MGM51 Shillelagh. You should go check out that episode after this. <laughs> Uh, so they also, sorry, uh, among the other upgrades was the Cyclin M1 gun stabilization system and TSH SM 32 PV sites. Um, they got the upgraded V55U engine, improved suspension in RMSH tracks, increased armor, anti mine, anti napalm, and improved anti radiation protection. The R1, R-173 and 173P radio set, a laser rangefinder in an armored box fitted over the main gun, soft side skirts and rear RPG screens used only in Afghanistan though, 81mm smoke grenade launchers, BDD uh, turret 
brow armor and glacius applique armor. And the T55M1 was a subvariant fitted with a new 691 horsepower V46-5M engine derived from the T72 and rendered compact enough. Callum, the uh, BDD uh, turret armor. Was yep. that composite? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay, <clears throat> fair enough. Yeah. Callum, the T55M1, that was the export variant, right? I believe so. Okay. Yep. But, you know, I mean, the, these were all fitted. I mean, when, when were they used in Afghanistan? That was, what, the 80s? 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah so considering that the original T-54s and whatnot were uh, designed in late 40s, and then in the 80s they still they were still bringing out new ones and upgrade packages and all of that, uh, definitely says something about the uh, versatility um, of the T-55 and 54. It is uh, nicknamed the Kalashnikov of tanks, just for one of those reasons. Um, Ooh. Now... There is one more T-55 I would like to talk about, and Dennis can uh, help me out on this one. Oh, yes. The T-55AD, or the Drozd. So, these T-55As were fitted with the Thrush Active Protection System, (laughs) also called CAS. About 250 tanks from the Soviet Naval Infantry adopted the system, but reverted to simpler reactive armor, Probably because it was cheaper and they could sell it, sell it and off. And it worked. Yeah. These versions also adopted most of the T55AM modifications, including the R1373 radio set, TSHSM-32 PV site, the stabilizer, and the AD-1 was upgraded with the new V46-M5M engine from the T72. Uh, so this has got a... This is a hard kill APS system, isn't it? Yep. Yes, Dennis. this was the first hard kill APS that was successfully integrated into a tank. Uh, do you? How much do you remember of it? Oh, oh, I can, I can go on about this. Okay, so basically, okay, the tell, idea tell was, us how this one worked. Yes. So the idea was basically at the time they were worried about uh, NATO anti-tank missile systems. Um, I'm trying to think when this was out. It would have probably been stuff like the early tow missiles and the M47 Dragon. Um, and th- you know, these are fairly large, slow-flying missiles. So the idea was basically that um, on the turret here. Hold on, let me John Madden this. All right, it's laser pointer out. So you see these boxes here to the side above the tubes. Yep. See. So those house a very low uh, band radar system, and the idea was basically that the front of the turret had this arc. I think it went about. Th- 20 degrees in each direction from the turret and basically the radar here would be you say if you had a missile approaching the front of the turret the radar would pick up the missile it would feed that data to an analog computer which would basically tell the tank which one of these uh little torpedoes to fire from the tubes they've got eight four on each side they're each oriented at a slightly different angle and the idea was basically that these had a proximity fuse on them they would be the appropriate uh torpedo would be fired from its tube when it got close enough to the missile, it would blow itself up, and you know, theoretically, the missile as well. Um, it was tested. In theory, it would work. It probably wouldn't, though, because, well, I mean, if you're engaging this tank, you're probably not shooting at it from the front if you're a missile operator. But, yeah, it, it, it was an interesting system. It worked in tests, but never was actually proven. 
Wow. Right. So, I mean, does anyone make a kid start somewhere? You no, know. it sucked, man. It was awful. Hackum does? Oh. It looks cool, though. <laughs> it looks cool, though. Oh, All right, give it, give it yeah. props. It, right. it makes the T55 look cool. Okay. Dude, I'm building one. Yes. Hackum. Hackum. I'm we building one. We, we, went, we went through this last week, if you were here. Um, yeah. Yes. No, I, this that... looks so, like, props oh. to these guys. It does look better than any other APS system. It just looks yeah. good. Yeah. I don't know. The Israeli trophy system is... Trophy but this good. looks this yeah. looks a lot more intricate and like tank like. Yeah, yeah trophy's true. weird because it's just a bunch of boxes that you attach <laughs> to a tank. This actually looks like it's designed to do what it does. Yeah, which is true, like, blow up missiles. Trophy makes the Merkava look even fatter and uglier than it already yeah, is. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. No, it's great. See, what do you mean? <laughs> see, see, this system just um, it looks rushing. You know, you, you know the whole. Yeah. Uh, Form follows function. <laughs> well, this one's the opposite. It's uh, function follows form. It looks great, but sucks. Right. It looks Russian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Uh, also, now. is that overspray from like the green paint on the tracks? Probably. Probably, yeah. Probably. Huh. Jack moment. <laughs> <laughs> so. Eventually, the T55 did need a successor. It did need something else. So, just a quick note on the (laughs) T62, which followed. Yes! Yes! So, hang on. We're just waiting. Uh, I think Greg just came. He just needs to change his pants. Um, Yes, I'll be right back. (laughs) So, uh, So, the successor, the T62... Other projects, the Object 165 and 166, were attempts to upgrade the T55A with the new D54T 100mm uh, smoothbore gun. After reviewing the design, the... Dennis? The gun. Va- what is it? What? <laughs> T54? No, the... the uh, va- oh, the Vaganka. Yes, the Vaganka Bureau. Bureau. So they reported <laughs> that... <laughs> so they reported that only an enlargement of the hull would allow a wider turret turret race. But, <laughs> in, uh-huh. but in January 1961, a disgruntled Iranian officer crossed the border with the USSR uh, with his brand new M60A1 pattern. After closely examining this new tank, better, protect, better protected and equipped with a 105 uh, millimeter gun, it was decided to upgrade the main gun to 115 millimeter gun. After quick development, this modified T-55 became the T-62 prototype, which led in turn to curtail the production of the T-55A as it was replaced by the T-62 on the same production lines. 25 pre-series prototypes were followed by full-scale production in July 1961. So, I was gonna uh, say grand total... Does anyone want to take a guess 55. how many T-54 and 55s were built in various forms? Oh, God. 50,000. More. Nah, Greater than that. two. Over that. Ooh, I'd, I'd that. say like uh, 150,000. Not quite. Damn. Uh, it's estimated around 85,500 T-54 and 55s were built. Uh, meaning it is the most produced tank in history and is still being used all over the world today as in various <laughs> <Ukraine. countries. laughs> 
That Most likely awesome. Ukraine at the moment, uh, but a lot of oh, African nations, Southeast Asian nations. Like I mean, the too. I think Vietnam still Speaking has, of still has T-55s. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That would make that's a beautiful. badass diorama. He's got a... Is that a 240? You it's actually have one listed. Oh, my God. That is Isn't that a foul? Tits. Is that a foul or... A... No, that's a... It's not 240, but... What is Sorry that? to hijack your description, Calvin. Oh, you said that's African nice. Asians. I want to replicate that. I've got just a slide for you. <laughs> Damn it. Zoom in. <laughs> also, uh, can I just know here? Look at how the paint on the barrel is just tripping. I know. God. Awesome. If you, you guys <laughs> need to really up your tripping game. Now, we need we need to talk to uh, Martin Drayton about that. He's the... Uh, yeah, Martin. Martin. <laughs> Martin, get, Martin. Nope. get your ass over here, eh? Now, if this presentation, the slim chance you listen to the whole thing, um, if you want to build a model of a T-54 or 55, if we could go to the uh, next slide. <laughs> Nick was neat. I was just now, these are that. only a small selection of how many models you can, uh, you can oh. buy. Oh. Well, Enigma is cool. Yep, you, so you have the, uh, the Tamiya Enigma. Uh, to me, I also have their 148 scale T55, which I heard is like one of the best 48 scale kits. Dennis, can you confirm? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Of course you can. It's Tamiya. Yeah. Uh, so you also have down there, you got the Tehran 5, which is the Israeli T55, is it? Yes. yes <laughs> That's the T55 with the L5 cannon, isn't it? Yep, it has a bunch of inaccuracies, though, so I wouldn't... Of course you would know about the inaccuracies on the Israeli tank. <laughs> That's a nice-looking kit. And, Jack, if you look uh, bottom right, that is the tech on, the new Tacom yeah. T-55AD with the draws to, with the uh, APS system. That's yeah. actually the uh, Horizon Islands landing in the folder gap. <laughs> oh, God. Um, there was also one that I forgot. There was a... Uh, a variant of the T-55 I forgot to add, which I found the other night. Uh, it is called the SO-76M18. Uh, oh. This was made in Bosnia, and basically oh they took my the God. turret from an M18 <laughs> Hellcat and put it into the hull is that of real? the T-55. It, looks, it actually looks really cool. It, it looks plausible. That's um, cool. It almost looks yeah. like... Um... There's this, there's yeah, one picture it here. It's great. loaded on the it back of a great. truck. It almost looks like a French yes, EBR. Yeah. It is real. It's a training tank that they developed. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, so that is the T fifty four fifty five. Let's do it. Thank you very much. Whoop, whoop. We're gonna take a pisser. Good job, Cal. Shit. Yeah. Ugh. Shall we have a bit of an intermission? We shall. Yes. Yeah. Recording yes, stays yes, on yes. during the piss session. Yeah, we should probably pause the uh, recording anyway. Only for That's you. where the best yeah, material comes from, though. All right. Record recording. Hey, could we get a slide refresh before the uh, the next session? Sure. Danke. Oh, so Callum, say I was going to try to build that T fifty five Hellcat. Could I? Which you won't. We'll see. Could I hypothetically use a T fifty four hull since I have 
one just sitting around? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you probably could. Um, just because the hull for the T-54 and the 55 are... There's no pictures of the engines. So. The main difference is oh, the side they... with the MBC protection. That camo's... Okay, and don't they have different engines? The yeah, camo but, you know, on this thing's kind of icky, though. <laughs> that is true. Are there different engines I have to model? Well, I know what I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I know what I'm bringing to my next show. Just gonna sit on your shelf, Ezra. Well, until I, you know, yeah, you fly all the way to Connecticut with it. Just sit on your shelf. Next, next to the B thirty six and the U boat. At least I made whatever the okay. fuck else you have sitting okay, there. At least I made an effort to work on the B thirty six. If you're gonna shit on anybody for their stash, you should shit on. Yeah, them. we're jealous of you. Granted, yeah, but you build things. That's true, and I also got like ninety percent of them at a like major discount because of shows. So, yeah, be jealous. Well, I got like half of my stash sent to me, so sorry for squeaky. This phone does not like to be cut, and I'm making a basement. Nice. Dude, I want one so fucking bad. <laughs> oh! I'm getting a $2.26 in promotion, by the way. Makes me so fucking happy. Yeah, you are. Dude, oh, that's a yeah. one-time payment. That's not a raise. That's a bonus. <laughs> whoop, whoop. So okay, well, let me, let me think. So it'll through, make your life so much easier. Hold 100 bucks. Or better yet. 50 hours. So, uh, buy a cheap one off of Valley. Yeah, so just work yourself. a week in a bit, and then you'll bring have your money for a foam cover. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the game plan. It would. Like, I could have been done <laughs> cutting this shit. No. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> so, speaking of burning things, <laughs> while, while we were talking... I was trying to stretch some sprue to make some well. Oh, beads. were you putting? Did you have an open flame by your extra thin? Did you burn Uh-oh. your house down? No, 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 no. Nothing, nothing quite so heinous. But um, I, I have um, the little mini torches. Oh no! Like I'm not, I'm not using a lighter like a normal person to light <laughs> things. I have a fucking blowtorch. Guys who just I, light cigarettes with a blowtorch. Yeah, oh. uh, I might have. Pointed it directly at oh. the model that I'm. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> Did you melt your firefly? No, 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 no. The firefly's up oh, on the shelf. God. No, it's the the five seven seven. Oh. <laughs> so there's. A, it, it was a glancing blow, but there's now a big shiny spot down the left side. Hey, hey! It's damage. Battle damage. Battle damage. Man, you just polished the firefly. It's all good. We 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 survived. Oh, I was uh, in Wheels and Wings, Don, and I was talking to one of the guys, and he said that apparently Trumpeter is kind of a done deal now. Like, they're not releasing anything. What do you mean? <laughs> like, as a company? I, 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 I would, they just the released a bunch yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah. releasing a bunch of new kits. That, that's that was their done. last big nut. Hmm? That was their last big nut. That was it. Naturally. Oh, my God. How the hell does Trump... How does Trumpeter not make money? Oh, he, I don't he, know, because Ezra buys all of it. Well, the guy was Chinese, so I believed everything he said. <laughs> Xing, Xing Chong Chow. 
That's where they that found out what the fucking Bible is. No. Yeah, no. No. Well, <laughs> no. yeah. oh, that's that Patreon that's fucking... Uh... God dares. No, that's, <laughs> no, no, that one's actually... <laughs> that one's a delete one. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. I'm pretty sure that's make a Patreon spy That's just yeah. delete. Hell, this Y'all is like me being offensive for once. <laughs> we, we're, we're the assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alright, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Typical American behavior. Okay, also, um, so, Dennis, you shit on Ravel kits for not looking like actual tanks. Dude, yeah, but what year was that? Ravel, I'm going to end this episode right here and now. Look, look at your beloved Tamiya kit. You can't tell me that's more of a legitimate what? scale model than any Ravel kit. What? What kit? What kit? The uh, Leopard One A Three. Oh, yeah, that kit's pretty trash. Oh, please, my yeah, it's trash. But at least my buddy uh, Owen, he made it look really good. Yeah, send me a picture what of year what was Owen that did because I need released. I need some like some love on that thing because I was looking at the spruce and it's fucking god awful. No, it. Ezra, that kit's also older than I am. Ezra. Well, so are most Ravel kits, though. I'm sorry, Ezra. You're saying that the the, uh, very first model kit that Tamiya made. The newest Ravel kit is is a baby Yoda. Because that's worse than the newest Ravel kit. How is that comparable? Somehow, Ravel is a good company. Well, yes, when people are still buying this. The Jack's got Ravel, a point, bro. The new Ravel kits aren't even kits. They're straight-up toys, bro. What about their 172nd scale PZH2000? That's a yeah, no. kit. No. Never heard of it. And on that note, Hobby News. <gasps> I, I, I don't know if you guys knew, but there's a hobby store. Don, you've probably seen this post, uh, Wheels and Wings. And they said, yeah, we've got a guy in Japan. And he's just at the Shizuoka Hobby Fair ca- gathering intelligence. And that's how they found out about the 172 scale. He's in all cat pets. <laughs> and like, all I can think of is when they say they've got a man on the ground, it's like some guy wearing a press yeah. like helmet and vest in a Land Rover outside the hobby, hobby show. <laughs> they got a balloon He's there. all cat pet, yeah. Hold on. Kyle's, Kyle's trying to say they have a spy in Shizuoka? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's got like a big super zoom lens. He's it's like yeah. a CIA operation. Who's going to be the first company to release a balloon? Oh, God. Oh, that's the <laughs> yeah. question. Hey, I, I went to the IPMS show in Toronto, and a guy actually really made, made it one. the night he before. He had this like, little white balloon. He made the, oh the intelligence gathering equipment. It was awesome. That yeah. was fast <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and he had it tied to his shirt, so everywhere he walked, it was over him. Oh my god. Shut up, really? That's amazing. It, that's, what changed, that, that's what changed my opinion of like IPMS as a whole. I was oh like, oh god. man, these guys are actually really awesome. Next, you just need a diorama of an, F, an F-22 firing a sidewinder. You know what? Props to the F-22. It's entered its whole phase. <laughs> oh, look at this. Well, our prayers Beautiful. have been Gecko is coming Yay! out with a 1 to 35 scale kangaroo. Greg says yes. Yay! It's an actual kit. No <laughs> More excuses Yay! for Normandy dioramas? I say yes. It's not oh. Normandy tank. Yay! Look at it. It's so pretty. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's full interior. Got the engine and everything. It's like literally awesome. every single part on the real thing is there. 
The uh, star isn't tilted. I don't, I don't care what exorbitant price they charge two. for this. I will buy two. <laughs> yes. Don so, said, you make my money. This one is a late production kangaroo APC. Mm. Uh, main thing that denotes that is that it's got the ball mount for the front uh, browning rather than the turret. I mean, I that. I yeah, good point. We come up with an early version, but at the end of the day, it's all right. We'll forgive them. There's, there is no way they put all the effort into the point. tooling for this thing, and they aren't going to release more. That's true. Uh, and yeah, you know, versions. No way. You know now that like Gecko's going to come out I'll... with an infantry set for Canadian oh, figures. Hell yeah. They do have you have you seen have you seen their screws before? How recent Gecko's? is Gecko? Like, are they? They're yeah, yeah they've company, got some right? good stuff. Uh, yeah, which I've is, got one of their figure sets, and I've got that awesome. Daimler sitting in they're the stash. Great. They look great stuff. The, the mold quality is spectacular. Absolutely, exactly. Fairly Pretty recent, yeah. Like I think three years old, like uh, four, four years. Yeah, I think so. And they're coming hard. They've got some. Subjects that nobody else has touched. Yeah, well, yeah nice. this is the first kangaroo that's ever come out as a proper kit. I mean, but look at the box yeah. art, yeah, Dennis. Could... The star isn't tilted. In fairness, not all the stars were tilted. <laughs> In fairness, they should have been. They should have been, but not all of them were for whatever reason. It just depended on how angsty the particular uh, guy with the paintbrush was at the time. <laughs> also, Ezra, you can rotate the decal. Oh, no, crazy cooler. <laughs> yeah, actually, at that point, yeah. But yes, so thank you, Gecko, for finally making so many Canadians very happy. And then he did it again. Oh. They followed him. <laughs> hey, yo. That, I so want it that burns. one. <laughs> so this one is the Wasp. This was basically the Kangaroo, but they gave it an armored uh, What a horrifying machine. With the little oh, ball shit. turret off the early version Ram. Uh, kangaroo, I should say. And this has the Wasp Flamethrower built into it. These saw actual combat. They were used. And this one, this kit has... This has a full interior as well, right down again to the engine. It's got all the uh, Flamethrower equipment, uh, individual -like tracks, and those look like some nice Canadian pattern tracks there. Are you going to replace your carrier with this? No, they're not They're not CDP oh, they're not? tracks. Well, they're, no. They're T-49. T-49s. Only because I went and looked. Fair enough. Still no company to produce plastic CDP tracks. It's alright. I thought Bronco made a set. Don't they do it? I don't mm -hmm. think so. Yeah, they do. So, let's see. Also, one thing that's interesting about this is so there was a 1 to 35 scale present conversion for a, I think it was the uh, Bronco kit. Guess how much it was? Like that's 100 bucks. 100 beautiful. bucks, yep. So as long as this is somewhat cheaper than that, you're going to get such a better deal. Yeah. Oh, God. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Gecko. They probably will. I I hope they do like a... Because uh, these don't come with figures, right? Probably not, no. It would be nice if no, they made an entire crew set. Yeah, good this. point. And oh, if yeah. they don't, if they don't, I will... Just Even just the infantry. There's enough like <laughs> Commonwealth AFE crew sets out there, but nobody makes tank riders. Well, time for me to re-download Postscriptum and uh, <clears throat> rip the files so I can print it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get on I, I might actually. I tried Dude, to do that. We'll see. So thank you, It's Gecko. the marine machine. <laughs> uh, Dynamo models, Ooh. which is well known. Oh, oh yes! Yes! I, this. I fucking boy. need it. <laughs> no, Don. I know you're just as torqued up. 
That is fucking. Oh my god, I want that so bad. Yeah, that is so, quite and nice. they made humans to go with yeah. it. Oh, oh, so they're going to be clean. The uh, World War II and Vietnam versions. Yeah. It's made in collaboration with Emo, so I'm yes. guessing that TACOM is doing the sprues. Yeah, it's just... Oh yeah, this is nice. It is good. Getting it's it. Box, right? Anything if anyone wants to give me a late housewarming gift, that's it. Oh, okay, I don't know how to feel about that. Still taking offers. That box art is good, too. Like That's mean. Okay. So whips, you're solid box art. <laughs> Feel good about it, Jack. Feel good about it. Rizzed on air. I think he's trying to finesse you, Jack. Get <laughs> Riz, son. All right, so I've got three slides. You're getting Rizzed on air. So uh, damn many anyways, of them. This is my. Uh, oh. Dennis, could you refresh the slides? Thank you. Yeah, All right, this is my... Oh, God. Well, we'll find out. This is my Italian 6th Army in Sicily during Operation Husky at San Fratello near the Etna line. This is basically a little vignette uh, using an Italian anti-tank gun crew set up on a road in the town getting ready to ambush allied armor uh, not in the midst of combat like a lot of vignettes and dioramas it's just kind of a relaxed getting things set up uh, added some sandbags you see there on the top right um, that was last night yeah but uh, this was fun used a wooden base and made a little tree is that scribed into the wood tank concrete block yeah, was, and a little house i was wondering how you Doing That's that. Awesome. I, love it. I really like how you've scribed huh. the uh, cobblestones right into the wood. Thank you. That was fun. Oh, okay. It is. Wow. Cool. How did you scribe those? Would uh, you make your sandbags out those, of those uh, uh, cobblestone? Nice. Yes. Pieces. The uh, the next slide will show the house in greater detail, Mister Dennis. Which. Oh, yes. Uh, so I used this little wooden carving set, and I just got there was like a slanted mm -hmm. blade and like a like a square blade, and I just used those and basically like foam with a exacto knife. I I put the uh, the lines going from top down right or side to side on the street. I drew those out, and then nice. I basically just carved them, and then went in and I did like a section at a time. Ooh, hinges like on the lines, carve four lines, and then do the brickwork car for more line to the brickwork and it took about two hours that's cool it was fun and this is uh <laughs> my first yes and a gutter first time ever doing a gutter on a uh, on Jesus. a house that was really fun to do how did you make that did you go? thank you thank you it was i'm excited if i could get the damn xf86 in the mail which i just ordered four of them from amazon uh because the hobby store is three weeks late on my order. It's pissing me off. So, uh, once I get that, I can start painting shit. As a hobby store guy, I can I can testify that we just enjoy watching you guys suffer. Well, thing is, I ordered the fucking flat clear a week before my Willie's Jeep, 
and my willy seep was late, and I got it like a week ago. No, but in all seriousness, it's not them specifically. I know the whole industry is like, we've been going through shortages of Tamiya products. So first it was X. The clears were gone uh, that we got a while ago, too. But now it's starting to become the clears. I know that X22 and XF86 are becoming hard, you know, short in supply. But <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll make more. Same Why with, not uh, just flat flesh get a different well. clear? Flat flesh is never the clears there. Clears go through a cycle where they just, it's like a wave function. They just, you know, they're in stock, then they're not, then they're in stock, then they're not. Garrison, can you not get like Mr. Hobby or some of the other stuff? That's gonna uh, eat no. the foam, isn't it? I, I, I'm choosing not to. Local hobby store doesn't have any fly clear. They have lacquered. There you go. But I'm not gonna fuck with lacquered. That's not my thing. It would. It might. Oh, it definitely would. Tis why I don't mess with it. Oh, that. You're telling me they don't have any acrylic? Uh, no. Literally Not zero. Good. They have X20, or was it the flat gloss? They have well, that. Okay. Like, Do they have uh, flat base? No. They don't have flat base. It's literally just a Tamiya gloss coat, clear Are coat. Are you sure they don't have flat base? Because no 100%. You can take flat base and mix it with uh, clear and then make a uh, flat clear. Yes, I, I'm aware. All right. they the gloss coat the, isn't that different. The XF86 you can just, and... Yeah. The other you one. could just use the gloss. They do have the gloss, and then like literally, they are they've been no one buys a gloss. No, really, I just use a thin. They've coat. been in stock. <laughs> it might not be sealing all the way, but it seems to work fine. Yeah, except for the fact that it gives you a mirror finish. Exactly, I'm not trying to get that jack. Garrison, you have to get one of those Mister Hobby brushes I was telling you about. <laughs> One day, one day, I've got I've got my four bottles that should be here in two weeks from Amazon. Two weeks, Jesus. Well, it's either that or wait for fucking Hobby Town to get their supplier to kick them in the ass and hurry up. But oh well. Yeah, damn Hobby Town, you really need to step on it, man. Breaking my heart over here. I want to paint. Mm. But uh, next slide is what I'm working on right now. Let's see buildings for my uh, fireball diorama. It's taking place in Elsdorf, Germany. Ooh, um, yes, this was. I was very hesitant to do this. Uh, I couldn't find thick XPS foam blocks, so I had to make my own. I'll be using uh, the fuck is that shit called? Uh, like it's AK. Look. What's up? No, go ahead. Oh, uh, it's a. Uh, AK like uh, putty, the stuff I used on that last building y'all guys just saw. Uh, I'll be using that to cover up all those extra lines and shit. Um, but uh, yeah, just putting in a, a was it four millimeter thick? Nice. It's a quarter inch thick uh, or half inch thick foam board on the very bottom. It's not put there, but oh, that's uh, me. It's gonna be all representing right. the basement. Panther. So so I. I haven't been doing too much. This is still, <laughs> this is still my Battle of the cool. Bulge group build. Um, Panther. I don't know. Yeah, Ooh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna scoop them up last minute. I swear. 
Jack, so, that's over. Yeah, we've got the Panther there. It's My it's all painted up. All the, the base is coming along. I haven't been out. at the bench too much. Um, got some <laughs> figures that are partially painted, doing a camo on one of them. And that's a radio I'm fucking around with. Um, not much to say about that. It's it's uh it's from 1946. Yeah, it's a Rogers Majestic radio, uh, built in Toronto, 1946. Uh, I've like cleaned it all up, taken oh, some like actual parts. Radio. I got like the pilot light to work and stuff, but there's a couple cool. broken tubes, and yeah. it's asking me to pour some money into it, so it's just sitting on my bench right now. Uh, yeah, I will, cause. Imagine getting that thing working. That'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, he's right. Do it. Tell that it's a 77-year-old radio. That's way cooler than the Panther. Shut up, Don. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of just ditching the internals and putting a... Uh... <laughs> figure a way to hook up on yeah, you good to that. So that you can play MMP through it. Oh, yeah, I, w- I was considering ditching yeah. the internals and throwing like a Bluetooth module in there because you can get a cheap Bluetooth module for like a dollar. But I want to keep it B. original because like this radio has actually been in my family for seventy-seven years. So do it, do it. Yeah, <laughs> through the radio. Put this shit back together. Oh yeah, your grandpa's oh. gonna come back and haunt your ass if you fuck with that shit. <laughs> through the radio. Yeah, through the radio. What do you mean by slack? Why? Uh, are you playing Playboy Cardi through my radio? <laughs> so, um, is that slide? And then go to the next it. slide here. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what is what? There we go. That is... Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um, there you go. Of course, we got the MG oh, on the roof. Yeah. Oh, deleted God, one the of the uh, fenders. That's an external fuel tank on the back. Uh, I did a bunch of wiring. I love it. Um, that's a that's a Toyota Tacoma steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, guys, haven't done much at the bench, but I made this fucking <laughs> bug death killer. Yeah, not, it's gonna not it's to gonna hit a tree and like cast come doubt off. on your yeah. master plan here. But of all the dumbass places, you could put that fuel tank. <laughs> Why there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna, That's I'm gonna point, add Don. more. Stuff urban warfare baby he has a club the no. driver needs to have a class a i don't know what to add B, in the front. so he knows how to turn that thing <laughs> no yes i mean for hig mm, i don't know whatever i have <laughs> yes. laying around in my dumb. drawer it's oh. random stuff what are your uh plans with it like what else are you gonna add uh-huh. I've just got that, like, I've got, like, the wires hanging How are you going to have a, a like, what kind of standard are you going to have control? for the gunner? I don't know. 
like a metal frame, <laughs> wooden frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be sick. <laughs> oh god! Imagine like a series of pipes going. You'd right have up. like a VHS camera up there. That'd be kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, World I'll have War One twin that. periscope. But, uh, that's the coax fifty. Do it, man. The coax fifty. Nah. Simply, simply just add an RWS. Uh, to the top but yeah, there. that is. That's actually that's a really good kit though. It's the Ryefield uh, <laughs> staff car. Yeah. It's a really good kit for like, it was only like 20 bucks and it comes with photo etch. It comes with masks for the uh, clear parts. Yeah. It's a beautiful it looks like kit. a sweet little kit. It was $23. Rubber wheels. Yes. Yeah. Because I figured I could just pick up another one. What? <laughs> it's uh yeah. Huh. Rubber wheels. Are those rubber wheels? That, um, and you've, that body and you've gone and made this one monstrous. there too. Um, but yeah, that's yes, a, it's yes, a solid kit awesome that, um, it's pretty fun to mess around with, but that's what I've done. Thank you. It's a good kit. You've done good stuff. Now, Dennis, you're probably going to have to back up. Thank you, Rifle Models. Yes, so I haven't got much going on at the moment, but I did swing by on my way to the IPMS Toronto show. Uh, shout out to those you guys. You're all awesome. Love you all. Um, I told myself I would take the train oh, straight to Union Station and then go right to the IPMS show. I did not. I got off at Danforth Station and I booked it to uh, John's Hobbies first. And keep in mind, this is like an hour before the meeting. I picked up a Tamiya... I picked up Tamiya's 1 to 48 scale Komatsu G40 bulldozer. Nice. And I picked up this, their new M8 at Wheels and Wings. Uh, this is like five minutes before they closed. I just walked in, saw the stack of them, and I was like, yep, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, but I'm proud that's of you, what I'm working on right now. I'm just working on the lower hull. Uh, it's a fantastic kit, it's really great. Uh, the only thing I'm going to have to figure out is how I'm going to deal with the light guards because they are way too thick. I might just shave them down. I might just try and mm. do that, but we'll see. What, uh, this is going to be like 44 or 45, or are you going to do it like... I think I'm going to copy like one of the famous foes, like maybe... No, like no. Yeah, 44, 45. <laughs> right on. Wait, 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 Dennis, you're going to make a historically accurate kit? Maybe. Maybe. He said maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. It won't happen. HID. HIDF, it's got waiting gear. It's like got up. You know those uh, tanks? They have like the detachable hulls that you can put on them. Oh, God. Yeah. No, because Papa it's because it's 48 scale, you need to turn it into like a, a UGV. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Right? Oh, no. I might actually. Nope. Is that a metal part on the inside yeah. there? Oh, God. <laughs> Don't give oh. me ideas, guys. Yeah, why? Dubate. Okay. Oh, it's anyway, a premium we, This thing. would be the best kit ever. Hmm. Yes, they give you these two metal weights. To give it why? Have. Uh, I like it. While their 48 armor have it's them. It's nice. It's, it makes it a little heavier. 
Yeah. But it, it's a fantastic kit. Like, already looking at the uh, spruce, the turret That's, is fantastic. Yeah, you have been saying Apart that. from the grab handles on the 50 and the headlights, everything on it's great. Nice. Oh, good. And I, uh, 3D, I'm going to 3D print a bunch of spent rounds. All right. I designed them, too. Yeah, it's all ready to go. I'm going to print them tomorrow. Dude, hell yeah. Alrighty. Uh, that it? No, it's that not. Is it? Tell them. Right, so I thought we'd do something a bit fun. Uh, we all have our opinions on brands and who's good, who's bad, and nice. whatnot. So I figured we'd do a bit of a tier list on 24 brands. And we're basically going to have a six-person argument for however long it takes us to do this. <laughs> so This won't generate controversy. No, not absolutely not. not. This More is the final episode. Air rates, and this is when the podcast crew started splitting. <laughs> <laughs> when someone does a downfall video, this is where they're going to show it. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. Solid A. <laughs> right. We had a so, messy divorce. <laughs> so, first up on the list, we have Super. Tamiya. Yeah. A. a tier. B. I. Uh. Wait, hold on. What is what is so S? S is like basically Super. as good as it gets. <laughs> oh, okay. A. Yeah, I go with A. Their presentation is S tier. Their engineering is S tier, but they've got some nagging little issues that make them A. No, their engineering is not S tier. <laughs> don't a. don't get fucking stupid yeah, here. Uh, no. Dennis, Dennis, um, one forty-eight Brewster Buffalo. A. Shut up, man. <laughs> you threw out the Tamiya kit. I'm just pointing I out. Didn't... Actually, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Never that's mind. a good point. scale Walker Bulldog. Oh, God. Everyone that makes rubber band like tracks. Mm. Special. No photo edge. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, photo edge. Hardly any aluminum or metal part. <laughs> yeah, rubber band tracks. A photo edge. B? B. <laughs> and yet Go ahead and throw that bitch down to B. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> B. My initial B. I think it was right. Are we going to call Tamiya B class? B is B, B. class. Okay. We love Tamiya, but it's got to be B. Shizaku, if you're listening, I think you're an S tier, okay? Now please hire me. <laughs> Ship me out to Japan. Right. Up next, we have Bandai. Oh, God. Uh, A. For A sure. tier. A. No, bordering, yes. bordering on ass. How many of you guys have actually built Bandai kits? First of all, me. <laughs> I have. I'm assisting in a build of one right now. I'd say it's B. There's a there's a Gundam sitting right in front of me, half built. Gundams are pretty cool. Like if they if Bandai could make tank kits with that kind of engineering, that'd be great. Yes, I say I say A tier because they have the uh, multicolored injection molding. Yes. That is cool. And yeah, they do have like Gundams that are molded with like joints that you just snip off and they bend. Exactly. Like they move. The, the snap fit quality yeah, is better than some glue together models. Yeah. Okay, let's, the, let's the check out kits are really great. It's just that the community people who build them aren't really modelers oftentimes. No, they're weebs. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking fast. <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's true. Like I see this working with a guy who does Gundam, and he's amazing. He's a proper modeler, like any of us. But so many nice. of them aren't. 
<laughs> okay, so Bandai is solidly at an A tier. Yes. For the okay, time, next maybe. We have I don't know. Matchbox. Yeah, Z. for the time. Uh, <laughs> C tier. They came up with a lot of interesting stuff, but not well done. I don't know. I say B tier because. For the have... time, it wasn't bad. Yeah, so I think their like, aircraft hits. Like, you have to rate, like, say stuff like Matchbox, where it's definitely, mm. like, an, an older company. You have to rate it for its time, yeah. not for, like, you know, we're looking at it from a retrospective sort of look, stance of what we're used to now. What would you rate it? This is, like, back then, that was what that was what good quality was. Could, like, have you built so any I think if you're going to judge, like, a vintage, uh, like, an older no. brand, you have to judge it for its I time. I built one. We should not have brought vintage into this as well. Yeah, I have. I no. I have no. Uh, Ezra, I, I, oh yeah, I agree with Ezra on that one. I would give it a yeah. solid B tier because at the time it was released, um, it was one of the first companies that have aircraft kits with actually recessed yeah. panel lines. Oh really? Really? Yeah. Actually, yeah. You know what? I, I built one Matchbox kit, which okay. was then converted into a monogram kit. It was very good. Yeah, and okay. their 176 Ooh, scale armor kits uh, really, I say, hold up very well. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we're going to put Matchbox as B. Don't justify B monogram. Right. Okay. No, please don't right. justify Up next, them. we have monogram. Go ahead and throw that bitch Oof. down to F. No. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, uh, see? Big I mean, I'm building a monogram right now. Oh. I mean, this is not an A. This isn't Revel monogram. You this think is monogram better yeah. than me, well, Dennis? Monogram, monogram. Right Although, no, there is monogram, monogram is New Zealand as well. Just want to point out there. <laughs> it's okay. Monogram is Cancel the flight. What, the kids all get built upside down? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying. Uh, no, 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 no. You he is. Shinzaku, do not fly him out there. <laughs> I say heresy. I'm. I'm talking about monogram in the context where it wasn't even sold with like alongside to me against back in time period that time period. Yeah, does it like, compare it to me at all? No, but like for the time period, I built enough for uh, Wild Weasel that had like fully retail, fully recessed panel lines, rivet detail everywhere, everything fit perfectly, uh, and the cockpit was amazingly detailed. And that was like a nineteen. I don't even know when, but it was like one of the last kits they did. And, that was just and they applied that similar design philosophy to all the stuff they did. Yeah, they were groundbreaking for the hobby. Yeah, they were like the Tamiya mm. of their day. Okay, so what? I what tier do you want? Yeah, I say C. B. Uh, we're going for B for monogram. B, yeah, B, okay. B is fair. Okay, next we have Hobby Boss, which is yeah. C I've seen tier. some kits that are bad and some that are good. Like, have you guys seen? Yeah, I've uh, got, I've got mixed feelings about Hobby Boss. Yeah, have you guys seen like uh, Model Minutes on YouTube? Yeah, uh, he was showing a review of the. Uh, it was a Hobby Boss. Was it Hobby Boss? It was a yeah. uh, BF one ten. <laughs> That's funny. and it looked really the bad. Hobby Boss has that uh, like the uh, the machine, like the rear machine gun was way, too. way, way out of scale. Yeah, like it looked like do. a twenty mil cannon. <laughs> Hobby have you boss. seen? Do they? All right. How about how about? Uh, okay, mm-hmm. Dennis can relate to this. They're AAVs. See, the thing is with hobby bots, 
they you gotta give them credit because they do interesting subjects like the AAVs, like Canadian modern tanks. Um, and if you put the time into building them, they look good, but they're over engineered. They, yeah, it's the engineering of it. So for the, I'll put it this way: the inside of the AAV, the walls don't fit, the the turrets don't fit, and the tracks don't fit. Yeah. Like yeah, it's like half the, of what's uh, in the box. Number two eight four M can can attest. That's a kit that needs rubber tracks, and it's like five parts per each see? link. And like you oh see only a third of the tracks. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> okay, so what what tier do we want to put Hobby Box at? I'd say C, yeah. See? They kind of okay. started yeah. a lot of stuff. Okay, up next we have Airfix, which is interesting. Oh, like, so Airfix is probably yeah. like the most well known brand. Like, you know. Yeah. They did. Um, like, I'll, I'll say for, for Airfix, like, this, their vintage stuff is actually really good. You know, their vintage classics and all that, they are very easy to build. They are decent for their time. But then they went through this period, I think it was like early 2000 kits, like 2000 to 2010, where they were diabolical. You know, they not good. Um, you know, the aircraft kits were not good. But now they've kind of come back to a higher standard. Like um, I built their mm. Wellington Mark 1A, which I built there not, I think last year. Or year before, mm. no, year before, year before last, and that was that been released. That was a new release at the time that I bought it, and that kit is actually really good. Like it's got full interior, and it just went together so well. And like you know, it's the, the Wellington's a uh, fabric covered um, bomber, and they molded that that detail in yeah. really well into it. Um, I can't say anything about their armor kits, but aren't they just like Academy, but reboxed? They are literally and... just reboxes of Academy with even worse instructions. And higher price. And I'm yeah, I'm staring at their old 124 Spitfire right now, which is basically just a poorly fitting shell. <laughs> and new stuff is good. I, I would call... But I've been following a guy on Instagram who's detailing the shit out of their new mold um, Typhoon. Oh, I saw that, yeah. And it's stunning. I have to wonder how much of that is actually Airfix and how much of that is uh, staff to market. Hmm. But I don't think he's using any of yeah, I don't think so either. What? There's been a lot of scratch, but I don't think there's been any, like, he hasn't gone out and bought any re resin kits or anything that I can see. Oh my god, good for him. Yeah, they're, they're trying to rebrand the, themselves. The, and there, the... there is some some heavy scratch building going into it, but the detail of the kit itself is... The new Airfix... Is quite well. Yeah, they real they really. Yeah, I I built the P forty and I've got their P fifty one for the Italy campaign, mm -hmm. and the P forty went together great, and the sprues on the fifty one so. look very nice. Yeah, they. I do think you lose points for reboxing though. Yeah, that's true, fair, yeah. but keep I'll, their I'll history in mind. Airfix had a solid B. Yeah. Um, yeah. I might not be as generous. I would say C because at the end of the day, the majority of their kits hmm. aren't that good. It's just like their newer ones are good, but expensive. Yeah, yeah. I'd vote for C. Yeah. All right, B. For a me. B. Okay. Right. Who we got next? It is AFV Club. Ooh, uh, A. Ooh. A. 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 B. 
They made the weasel, and it looks really good. See, their fit isn't that great, their engineering isn't that great, and they're way too expensive. Get the fuck out of here, Dennis. Right, get out of here. We'll nope, I agree with Dennis. Dennis. Christian to replace Ezra, you get, Ezra, you get your AFB kit clubs. 50% cheaper, they would be a solid beat, but they're not. You get your AFB no. club kit for Price free. Price kills yeah. it. But the detail. $120 for a, a centurion yeah, the that the molds on it are 20 years old is outrageous. How much was full retail? <laughs> that is not true. That's true, actually. No, that's true. No, no, yeah, no. But then, I, I bought my Shaquille Delette for full retail. Yeah, and didn't you, like, bitch about it the entire time you were, like, building it? No, I actually really enjoyed it. But the thing is, I'll like, say this. Is not, the, the weasel... The weasel looks damn good. <laughs> oh, they yeah. make great stuff. But... Like, they, I've got their... They looked at when they're assembled by their staff, and they have unlimited access to replacement yeah. parts. And, uh, but like, I, mean, they, got... I mean, figure this, right? Their, their Churchill tanks are easily at least $120 here in Canada. Like, yeah, they're great. Yeah. They look good. But they have, Still rubber bands. Still rubber bands. The plastic is, like, to me, a level of detail. Okay, yeah. that's not true. I'd say that's one hit, though. Of detail. No bullshit. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Look I mean, through the first okay, of all. Look through the Shockheld Delette's instruction <laughs> manual, and you'll see what I mean. You vote seven. Is, right. is there an interior? No. Then it's not mini art level of detail. <laughs> <laughs> mini art offers kits without the interior. Oh, thank I, you. I will say I do. Yeah, I do have their um, scimitar, and I'll give them bonus points because they do include <laughs> you can a buy metal two gun barrel for, for the thirty mil. That's the thing. Um, they do gimmicky stuff. Yeah, but okay, it's only seventy nine dollars. Only seventy nine dollars, bro. Okay, actually, um, as, no, yeah. that's like the same price as a Mario Tamiya kit. What? Actually, so I'm gonna make Don hate me for this one. I bought my scimitar for twenty bucks on Trade Me. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> okay, so the the Centurion I built last year. Okay. Yeah. Despite the fact that most of the Mark III's onward having fabric mantlet covers, <laughs> they do not come with mantlet covers. AFV produces a vinyl fabric mantlet cover aftermarket, and it doesn't fit their own kit. This is true. <laughs> okay, this is pretty true. bad. John, how much that was pretty fucking bad? Yeah, it's an arguable B. So... <laughs> Okay, so what what tier are we going to put AFE? C. Well, That's a C. C. Yeah. Put the B yeah. A C right now. Okay, we'll put we'll put <laughs> them in as a C. Oh my god. Okay, this one's going to generate the most amount of fight. Ravel. F. 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 Wait, no. C. C. Nope. F. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. Okay, I will step in for defense on Ravel on one thing. I did build their one to one four four satin five. Kellum, and that any, is actually a very good kit. Like, if anybody else built two. that kit, it would be <laughs> yeah, but it's a tube you can pull apart. Like, it, you can disassemble it into the sections. It's cool. Oh, that's right. You could do the same thing with some PVC nice. pipe, though. <laughs> <laughs> also, a. probably true. Okay, we'll go. Yeah. Okay. Strong start um, from Gecko we models. might be a bit biased on the next one just because of the announcements, but Gecko models. Yes. Mm. A. They're yeah, an A. I'd say yeah, a. 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 a solid A. 
I I might be willing to upgrade it once yeah. I actually build the the kit because I've only Get ever the built the figures so far. I I've uh, looked at a lot of Gecko Sprues. They all look fantastic, like really really excellent. So I'd say I've heard but the fit finicky. is really excellent as well. But they're finicky to mm. build. The, I was gonna say the only thing I think keeping them out of S is looking through the instructions for the. Daimler that I have, no. there's a lot of mandatory on, photo etch. Oh. But in places where they could have easily not Structural photo etch. used photo etch, there is such yeah. a thing as too photo much etch photo that etch. builds off of other photo yeah. etch. Like, like there should you shouldn't be you shouldn't have structural photo etch. That shouldn't be yeah. a thing. Just like a lot of shit. He's not details. wrong. Yeah, A's good. Echo A. Yes, the kid is at one hundred percent CA glue. I cry, but yeah, go go for okay. Gecko is going up to A. Um, right next <laughs> is Hasigawa. Oof. A. God. C tier. <laughs> C for inconsistency. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've I built their um, Finnish Polycarkov, the I sixteen. They and make a lot of kits though. Like I put the wings Hasigawa together. Hasigawa makes put a lot of fuselage, and there was about a. At least three to five millimeter gap at the ring wing roots. God, like it was. Okay, but that was old Hasegawa. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I will yeah. die on this hill that Hasegawa arguably made the best F eighteen kits in one forty eight scale. You can have all the flaps dropped, the wings folded, the canopy open, the boarding ladder dropped. It. They were beautiful kids. A little pricey, though. You just have to navigate scale mates. A lot of Hasegawa yeah. kits, though, have raised I mean, do your research. And they're selling them as new kits. Like, they'll, they'll rebox those older ones and sell That's them as true. new kits. That is Ooh. true. Yeah, quality over yeah, quantity. Yeah, you do have to do that. Or quantity over quality. I, it, I give like, them a, a solid C. They don't have Tamiya Engineering, but they don't have, like... Uh, let me think. Uh, they don't have many art levels of detail. I'm trying to think of a good aircraft manufacturer. Uh, Don, no. what's a good like mini analog for aircraft? I don't know. I don't build airplanes. Um, Arma. This is a fucking yeah, talent yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. The, so they have. They don't have to meet levels of engineering to like make up for a lack of detail. But they also don't have like. A level of detail to make up for lack of engineering. That makes too. sense. Like they, they kind of just struggle in both fields. Yeah. Your model company sucks so bad. Okay, so C tier. Uh, is that where we're putting it? C. C. Is yeah, that a C or is that like S I C? Yes. Confirming it's C. <laughs> okay. Next up, Minecraft. Oh, I don't know anything about it. To be honest, that's a solid, it's a solid F. I agree. They did a bunch of Reebok, Tasagawa, and Ravel, and I think some air. Not air F. Kits. Not F. Right. Put him as an F. C. No, I agree. C. The Tellery. F. Ooh. No. I, I don't no. know. No. 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 They, no. They, they did collabs. They did collabs with C. I have the same C. kit, and I agree. They've got some. Or I've got this. I've got their mobile blitz kit, and it's old as shit, but it's not terrible. Yeah, oh, I've, yeah. yeah, I've got the M one one 
The 70 I've got the M113 in their Jeep and figures are shit, but the kit themselves, yeah. the vehicle is pretty good. I'd, I'd yeah, happily call true. a Tallery a C. Especially for And they get bonus points Edward. for they get bonus S. points for making S. a priest kangaroo. I mean S. yeah, I guess they, they also do. get the Starfighters. So yeah. I'll be fine. C. S. Okay. Atelier goes to C. Uh Idard is next. It's annoying as hell, but C. worth it. You said Edward? Said yeah. C. Oh, B. I've never built it, but I've heard a lot of good yeah, things. Yeah, but about when it. you pay that B. price, you're gonna C. convince yourself it's the best detail. Not the best detail for the price. Agreed. If it could be better. Oh okay, yeah. So the what do you want? Themselves. Yeah. But does this include their aftermarket or? Like they should stick. Like is it just their kits? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do we want to put it as? Okay. Then yeah. No. Uh, C. Yes. I think it's yeah. just their kits. We'll just go just their kits. C? Everyone good with C? Yeah. <laughs> Let's okay. get into uh, Threw this one in. Das Vic. Uh oh, F tier. They're easy. just a dragon front company. No. So did Ravel. S. Ezra, just because it's German on the cover doesn't mean they're good. They made a 172nd skill U boat. Congratulations. That wasn't even their. That wasn't even their sprues, bro. <laughs> Wait, whose sprues were they? Ravel. Uh, the Ravel. No, no, it was oh, a World War One. We're getting heated. No, it was Ravel sprues. There's no way. No, you can't convince me otherwise. I, there were. I'm, I'm checking scalemate. I'm checking scalemates. We are hearing denial. We are hearing someone in denial. That's <laughs> what is in denial. He couldn't. It couldn't possibly happen. Yeah, it can't. I'm telling you, it's an original kit. It's a company. Made for wearables who want to differentiate themselves from the boomer modelers who only build dragon kits. Is that even? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. With more fancy box art. There we go. Full history. It was produced by Daswork in 2020. They made one kit. Good job. But it's a beautiful kit. I mean, oh <laughs> have you built it? No. I'm hearing a lot of cope right now. Of course now. he hasn't. Okay, so <laughs> Classic. So where do we I mean, want to put it? Look at that box art. Uh, the box art. I can go straight in a real company. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Up next, we oh, have AMT. Ooh. I'd say F. B. F. Good point. C tier. Yeah. You can't. Because even for a class, where else are you going to get? It's just not good. And the price too, like 50, 60 bucks. Where else are you going to get a classic station wagon for fifty or sixty bucks? Yeah. Are you really willing to pay that? That's interesting. Mm, okay. Fair. Mm. AMT uh, C class. Yeah, I'll give it. A C. <laughs> I'll give it a C. Okay, this is this will be good. Up next, we have Dragon. A, oh God! A. No. Mm-hmm. What, what no, tier of Dragon? <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually a fair point. This is uh, this is. I think this is the same as like F the airfix debate. I'm um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm say going it. E. I'm gonna say it. I think they're. I think they're an A. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. I think you're probably right. No, I'm. I'm gonna say it. They are a solid C. Maybe. Get B. the. Get out of here. 
it's but like when the they're Hasegawa good, they're but good. But my problem is that they're not always good. Like, say with Tamiya, right? It's a B because it's consistently good, but maybe not consistently great. These ones aren't even consistently good. That's like, true. No, you pay exorbitant good. prices yeah. for them, it's right? You pay huge money, ever. and half the time the kits <laughs> yeah. aren't even accurate in their dimensions. So it's like their M103. It wasn't even the right length of turret, I think it was. Or their, uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, that was a Franken tank. I'm trying to think. There was another one that they had. Oh, the uh, elephant. And that one was just, again, straight up wrong. It was like early Tamiya levels. They're just trying to get away with it. <laughs> for 100 bucks. That's pretty damn inaccurate. I'm going B. Yeah, exactly. Now that's the problem. Is like they're still making yeah. kits like that. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I think I still <laughs> think it's an A, in my opinion. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a B. Ooh. Any yeah, B? dragon is a B. B. Easy S. Dragons up. No, bit. they're expensive as hell. Okay, literally. Up the next we have build, that's for sure. uh, Ming. I could go A, but oh, easy, easy S, easy S. A little enthusiastic, aren't we? There was what? Yeah, I'll go A just because they have some good subjects. Mainly, like they have the whippet and the tortoise, really? which I like. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, aren't they? They've they've stopped their um, animal yeah. line now, haven't they? They're doing more aircraft, I think. Yeah, I think they've they've stopped doing uh, armor. Hey. Well, they can fuck yeah, off. Then. Agreed. We don't, we don't need the many. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay for 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 the kits they have now, what do we all reckon? I'd give it a, uh, an uh, A or B. Yeah, Over engineered, but probably an A. The leopard I built was pretty damn nice. Oh yeah, props for making the CTA yeah. one. Okay, okay, so we're gonna put Ming as an A. Uh. Water models. It's a good example of a. Oh, that's a solid. Yeah, they know what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, I agree. W. A. Like their first kits had some problems with the fit, but then they resolved them, and now they're just really like detailed, and you get a lot of stuff <laughs> like rifled metal barrels. They're new. They've got teething issues, but they've got more potential than anything else. Did you say they have teething issues? Yeah. Teething issues. Is like a board? baby? Yeah. Who does uh, <laughs> the um? Uh, someone does a line of Crusader tanks. Is it? Is that border? That that's do border. I do like. I will yep. give them props for like they have in their instructions because the <laughs> they have the tracks are like three awesome. three pieces per link. That's so nice. They do have it in the instructions of you can just build half of it because the other half can't be seen. Ooh. They have that in the instructions oh. telling you that. <laughs> and base, and nice. all all their kits have rifled metal barrels that come with them. They have what? Rifled metal barrels. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that okay. is nice. Yeah, okay. We'll put them as a solid A. Yeah, that's a, a big plus right there. I reckon A, mm -hmm. give them a couple years, yes. Yeah. If I, they I, keep on the right so, track. And they make fairly interesting subjects. Like a lot of Ignore that it's Russian. But they still uh, make interesting things. I could go yeah. A. Yeah, I, like, I yeah, definitely want one of their Crusaders. Also. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zvezda. I like S. I like Sass. Yeah. What? Ignore ignore I, the I, political I, side. Yeah. Hey, their figure kits yeah. are not their older figure kits are not that good. Their newer stuff yeah. is their very new, nice. I don't know. I would say their <laughs> new stuff is stellar. 
that BM twenty one I built was one of the best kits I've ever really? made. My brother, my brothers in Christ, yes. we can't have this Vesta being our only S tier. <laughs> and that's done to the point so. where the the you aftermarket that I bought for it went unused yes. because the detail in the kit was better than the detail in the aftermarket, hey. and the detail in the aftermarket was actually quite good. No, it should. Uh... That is true. I I yeah S. It should be B because it has the same get, problem as no. Dragon. It has the same problem as Dragon. The new kits are really good, but the trash, but the old ones are trash. Well, well no, no, no. Their fi- their old figure kits are trash. A lot no, of their older kits, armor kits are good. Their no, old no, armor kits are trash. No, yeah, that's the thing. You can't just say, "Oh, because the new kits are good, therefore exactly. it's here." Exactly. I just did. Eighty percent of all those. <laughs> what do you mean? All right, they're really trash. Eighty percent. I'm not even kidding. Like of all the kits they've made, their entire catalog, eighty percent are hot garbage. Because that twenty percent of new ones is all right. They're all right. Exactly. As, no, <laughs> there's a not. stigma. You feel well, like so you're doing something. Kits, though, I was, you feel like so there's a risk you know, a associated with it. Is any better than a new Tamiya kit? Like seriously. Because a new Zvezda kit is half the price of a new Tamiya Where? kit. I, I've never seen a, a Zvezda kit that's substantially cheaper than a Tamiya kit. Yeah. Thirteen ninety. Yeah, but that's also a really bad kit. Oh, you'd remember. No, if you it was did really the good. That's the one I did. That was, that was a hey. really good kit. I think you're the Mang T ninety nice. for some reason. Maybe. The Mang T ninety is great. Fine. Okay. 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 So we're gonna put Zvezda as an A. Ugh. Oh god! I know. Yeah, that next yeah I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, up next is fine molds. Oh, that's a solid S. I'm not even kidding. Their stuff is fantastic and it's more. Sure. I've never but... built them, so I can't say anything. Fine molds is literally one of the best. Like I built their uh, Japanese Humvee. It was stellar. Like to me, a quality, but with better detail. Oh, they've got. Oh some, wait, like, no, cool I saw a review on that well. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it goes together right. much like a Tamiya kit does, but it's got way better detail. And the price yeah. is decent, too. Well, they make all yeah. the uh, IJN stuff. Sure. Well, that just makes an SDF Athena straight away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Harvey Lowe playing a trip to Pearl Harbor. Okay. Oh, so put Molds as a mess. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. I threw this one in just because it'll be a bit fun, a bit funny. Uh, Hobbycraft. F. Hobbycraft. Oh, Hobbycraft. <laughs> We're stuck with them. Oh, <laughs> I would have thought like I would have thought the Canadians would defend it because you know they do Canadian nah, subjects. No, no, they're fucking they terrible. Are, they they deserve <laughs> the F here. They they butchered our beloved Avro Arrow so badly. I know. I do have the I do have it. the Canucks to build. Which I'm going to be starting soon for the group build. I mean, I've had a look at the sprues. It's not bad. You haven't put it together yeah, yet. That's the thing. Oh, just wait. It's going to be like fifty percent. Also, you like this? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will give them. I will subtract points because half the fucking instructions are in French. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got hit. With They're required to by law, <laughs> and it's a stupid law. Yes. That puts it easy. Okay, uh, tack on. S. That's hey! a fair trade. Oh, no, S. S. Sorry, S. 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 I hope they see this. Look, Sorry, I have a brain brain. If we give you an S, will you give us a Niltus? 
and a fucking Pershing. <laughs> That's a fair trade. And a ferret. Yeah, like Tacom. Tacom are definitely just so like they legit have everything. Of they have the interesting subjects, very good build quality. They could and be they're active active in New Zealand, They're active, but I mean, that's, they that's could be you're... a little bit cheaper. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to complain too much. Um, yeah, tack on. They are my favorite for a reason. Yeah. Well, see that. See some. See some ways I'm disadvantaged because <laughs> all the new stuff is, you know, expensive. But then I, at the same time, I can take the piss out of Don Everything. and say, hey, look, I just picked up five kits for 50 bucks. So, oh, shut fuck up. Off. <laughs> you see, what, what I love about TACOM is, and Dennis, you're going to hate me for this. Uh, if I went to the hobby store where everything is straight retail price, I can get a new TACOM kit like that M114. I can get that kit for the price of like a mid 2000s to me a kid. You suck. I hate you. <laughs> so uh, for me, the TACOM has way more detail. Oh, I still want to build that SMK. And it, it's, just a, it's just a better kit. Like, yeah. I mean, the Mark IV Tadpole and the SMK that I built were both beautiful kits. They just... They're M114. Uh, have you Garrison, you reminded me though... I haven't forgiven them for releasing that 114 instead of the proper uh, oh, yeah. kit that they should have released. So take them, take them down a peg. The nope. 114 nope. was an amazing kit, but it was not the Lynx, which it should have been. It was not the what? what? The Lynx. The Lynx. What, what happened with the Lynx? It, it was the, it was the real did. one. <laughs> the what? Just trust us. Trust the they released the wrong reconnaissance Platform. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was lost in the sauce for a second. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? What links? What? <laughs> Just trust the Canadians when they, when they <sighs> say that it was not the right kit. B? <laughs> no, I was thinking. Okay, Tacom still staying at S though. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Fine. Uh, Trump. Oh, good point. Ooh. B. Yeah, B. C. C. Because... B. Yeah. No, because Trumpy gets points for price and Canadian stuff, and Trumpeter variety of subject. Yeah. Jesus, some of their decision making. Trumpeter and Hobby Boss are the same thing, though. No, they, they make different subjects, but they're not. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I, I think they they're a good B because I've got a couple Trumpeter kits, and like they're uh, where is it the the Challenger two for example. Oh, that's it's bad. got. No, it's mm. a good-looking kit. Wait till you build it. Yeah, I was going to say, wait until you build it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Jesus. I mean, well, I'm, it's going to be Ukrainian, so... On yeah, a trumpeter. I mean, I've, got their, um, I've got their SU-152 that I'm going to build, and that comes with a uh, metal barrel, which, you know, is always good. Like, it's... Cause, um, I mean, trumpeters, AVGP kits. Trumpeters AVGP kits for yeah, like their cougar what? came with a metal barrel. Which one? What the uh, cougar? Yeah, they yeah. did. And photo etch. And they come with a reasonable amount of photo etch. And unique, unique subjects. Yeah, like their subjects just, are oh, good. good point. <laughs> like I, one thing I do appreciate about Trumpeters, they made the entire AVGP family, and that's like not well known. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I don't think they've ever released a good... panther. They've got a good. Oh, um, Ooh, that is a good like, point. Oh, yeah, they, they released a one sixteenth scale panther. Okay, well that's forgivable because that's a good kid. 
Okay, so what are, what are we going to vote? Which one? You've mentioned three. Don't they have that one for day skill you vote with the interior? Do they? Yeah. That's insane. Oh, they did the Titanic <laughs> as well. Okay. It's like a World the... War II uh, German U-boat in 148 scale. Yeah. It's like five feet long. Full Jesus. interior. Maybe. Trumpy Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, uh, yeah but that's unimportant. That's a masterclass in photo watch. <laughs> Trumpy also makes tools, which a lot of people yeah, don't a lot know. Of master tools. Yeah, they're oh. nice. I like them. Yeah. Master tool stuff is pretty good. It's a reasonable price. It's good quality. Yeah, I've got a couple other things. He, I'd even go A, but okay. So what kind what, of like off-brand Tamiya in a way? Okay, that's fine. yeah. Okay, so what what are we gonna yeah, what are we gonna vote Trumpeter as? B. 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 S for me. Eh, I C. Think that's a eh, why? Yeah. <coughs> okay, and last but not least, we have Ryfield model. C. 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 Because the prices mm-hmm. are not commensurate with the level of uh, quality. The detail is amazing. It's like AFV Club. The detail is fantastic. But I guess, like, here's an example. I bought an eighty dollars. Yeah, the plastic. Their plastic isn't great. The but, entire um, back of like the top hull, like the engine deck, was completely warped. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I think it's really just the plastic they use. The plastic uses way too soft, <laughs> which means that they get bad warping and detail issues. So having having just built the Firefly, the instructions are wrong in a number of places. <laughs> no. like, like that bloody gun cradle. <laughs> yes, like just wrong. Uh, the engine deck didn't fit the tank. Oh. It was a couple of millimeters too long. Well, I mean, so I, ended up having to, like, I ended up having to go hunt for stuff that I could sand down so I could get the engine deck to fit. Mm. <laughs> um, there, there isn't even... Not only is there no interior, but there isn't even like the Tamiya token platform to put figures on in the hatches. Oh, that's just annoying. <laughs> uh, what else was wrong with it? Slide mold gun barrel, which was nice, but then a two piece muzzle brake, which I then had to try and sand and make. And their their tracks, even with the jig, are awful. awful. Yep. Because there's so much flash on the track right. pins that even once you get them in there, the um, two halves of the shoe won't fit well, flat unless you flood them with glue, and then they're no longer workable. They, they were an mm. exercise. In- I think I think they're that overrated. I'm actually quite. I'm happy the job I did, but I'm quite disappointed. Didn't they? Um, was it uh, Ryfield that did the T34E? Yeah, I'm kind of based. That was border and the border kit, like despite. Um, oh yeah, sorry. I'm kind of just like, basing my uh, Ryfield opinion on that really Beetle because I'm really still pretty blown okay. away with it for so, what, what I got for the price. Yeah, like, that was I think they're overrated. I mentioned earlier, but it was the rubber tires, the photo etch, the masks for the windows. Like that's that's a good product, and I paid 23 bucks for it. But maybe it was just a one-off because uh, this is the only Ryfield yeah. kit I built. Was it? Hmm. Yeah, their Abrams was trash. Yeah. 
Yeah, C wins by default. <laughs> okay, so let's go to a vote. C. C. I'll go with the majority C. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, never, we didn't actually. One, so. Right. Okay, but before we're done, you can I plead my case for yeah, gas work? more content. No, you uh, had your chance. No, uh, uh, I, I vote, I vote, let him. I vote, let him. Let's hear it. Let's hear. It. Let's hear it. Is it? <laughs> okay, and okay. give us more reason to make fun of him. Yeah. So, probably never. Gas work has been around since like 2018. You guys probably have never heard of them. Because they don't really... Actually, I have. I would never have wish guys to hear of them. <laughs> Shut up, guys. This is my time to... I have the speaking stick. Nah, that's right. You're just a wearaboo defending your beloved dragon, dragon ripoff. And now he's a hipster yep. wearaboo. That's what... Don, thank you. It's for hipster wearaboos. That's what it is. No. Their first <laughs> kiss they ever released was a World War One U.S. howitzer. Dude... One U.S. howitzer does not make up for an entire lifetime of hipster wearaboosm. <laughs> there is... God damn it. Their second kit was a French howitzer. See, I've not seen any German. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. That U.S. howitzer was one of their latest kits. What are you talking about? Oh, never mind. I'm yeah. looking at the wrong yeah. way. <laughs> Bro, you don't even know your own company. I'm looking at the wrong way. Okay, yes, a lot of their kits No, hipster are German, German, yeah. But they're weird no, all German their stuff. Are German. Their fucking their name is Das Werk. It's weird German stuff, like you've never heard of. Like the Fawn L900. It's true. <laughs> it's a yeah, lot yeah. of trucks. Well, good. More, more, more paper panzer and bullshit to take up store shelves. Tacom does enough of that. We don't need any more of it. They released an M48 bridge layer. They Dude, released an M48 bricklayer. I've seen that kit actually produced in the wild. Like, I think that's a vaporware, honestly. Oh, that sucks. Yep. But, but and that's they it's still they German. made they made a one thirty they made a one sixteenth scale stud. <laughs> what? One sixteen is a stupid <laughs> scale. I agree, I stupid, agree. stupid scale. Stupid vehicle. German. They make stickers. <laughs> you decorate oh, your yeah, <laughs> they sell them separately. Stickers. Stickers. What are you, a fucking twelve-year-old girl? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, Ezra, yeah, they're called decals. <laughs> first of all, it here, young man? They're called thicker than the other time. ones. No, I think they're actually stickers. <laughs> Unless they're Ezra's talking about like this really thick stickers, and somehow that gets him excited. He <laughs> make. They make canvas uh, textured stickers for their U-boat. Oh oh it's it's environmentally stickers. friendly, okay, dude. So to me, it gives you stickers in their boat kits, and everyone crucifies them. This, these hipsters it's gonna make, run away. Uh, canvas stickers in their U-boat, and all of a sudden, Ezra sucked them off. Yes. Why does a U-boat need... Why does a U-boat need canvas? Because it's yeah. World War One. Oh my god. Look, look at that vehicle. Look at what I just sent to podcast playing. That's right. You know you can just use Canvas, right? <laughs> I'm going to ignore that you said that. That's cool. Just Typical wearable. I'm not supporting you. That's a cool car. At that car. That, that... What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> That's what I'm Jack, saying. don't See, go supporting him now. I think... Well, look. More... <laughs> 
Don't, it's also yeah, a, you more German shit that never it's existed. Also dragon. It'd make yeah. a good HIDF kit, though. Yes, yes, they made three different. Did you just say they made three different kits? Kit like that, just buy from Dragon. Dragon didn't oh. make this kit. Yes, they did. No, they. they it, it's it's going to be proved to the otherwise. Yeah. I'm going to assume Dragon made like that. Yeah, but ignore <laughs> that. They made three thugs as well. Look, you want you want your proof, Dennis? Oh, oh! <laughs> Here is your proof. Oh, show me that proof, Ezra. That's true. That sounded a little too, too central, Dennis. I mean, that's just going to be this, on a boat. This thing isn't even released yet. Yeah, probably never will be, Ezra. Yeah, exactly. Vaporware. <laughs> it's just like the real one. Oh. <laughs> They're giving it historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna take all your money for it and then not release it. They made a red tiger. <laughs> How cool is that? Just like the original <laughs> beetle. <laughs> you are getting excited about a, a wedge, a literal metal wedge <laughs> in the tiger chassis. Can I? Hey, Israel, can I just point out <laughs> another Stop thing? Standing, that, dude. Uh, boat, the car that you um, posted. You notice in the bottom right corner it says <laughs> "in cooperation with Bold Division." Yeah. Uh, fuck off with your sanding. Sorry. I forgot to mute myself. Oh, okay, wait. Look, Bold Division, they that's made, a resin manufacturer. They, are they made. This. They're just reboxing it. No, 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 no. They made three different SDKFZ 250s hey, hey. and 251s. As Bold Division, Division is one guy. I know this for a fact. It's one okay, guy yeah, that's true. in his basement. In Germany, who that doesn't balance it out. Kits. Well, this that's good because you're one guy in your basement as he, well. He also made a skink, Dennis. Okay, fair, but yeah, fair enough. We'll forgive him for that, but like, that does some AI. It's still one guy in Dusseldorf in his basement. This isn't even Dusseldorf making this. This is just them like contracting some AI. <laughs> it's Dusseldorf. Yeah, but you can't shit on him for being one guy in his basement because you're the exact same. No, I'm, I'm shitting. We're not. We're shitting on Goss' work for taking other people's work. work and then, like, making money off of it. Yeah, but then they're making an injected plastic kit out of the resin. Goss doesn't suck as rough. Work. I wonder. They still aren't doing the actual work. They're just taking, you know, they're taking this guy buying his kit. One kit. And I wonder how many of them are German. Manufacturing, saying, "Hey, make this into a like a kit." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's At one least. kit out of ninety. They're they fired. have 90 other kits that they... They're probably oh, like 75 at least 80. At least. Anyway, Ezra, you you failed to make your point, so you're fired. Oh. <laughs> they, made, okay. they made the German it's version fired. of the... Uh, of the, the, the... Never mind. Okay, yeah, so no one cares. Uh, Dennis, no one cares. <laughs> switch back to the slides, and we'll just do... The outro for the podcast episode where we it thank was our Patreon good. member and all that support and <laughs> not if anyone <laughs> yeah, singular singular they, uh, yeah. All right, one sec. <laughs> let me switch it up. Yes, and they had they had the they had the Lindbergh the, kid as their uh, they're touching oh, our territory. God. Well, ours is better because we didn't use a Lindbergh. Well, kid. that's their problem. They're, they're touching our territory. We're the model podcast here. We should, we should shout them out. I mean, we should challenge them. 
<laughs> Sorry. Garrison. Oh Fine. my god. Beat Garrison, <laughs> please. I'll Dennis. shoot you with my samurai sword. Dennis. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, we anyway, so Dennis. Going yeah. on. Yep. So this is a Cold War group build. Uh, so anything uh, Cold War related, we have another competition for it running and all of that. So uh, per usual, you can get in touch with us if you want to join. Uh, we'll let you know how to do so. There's cool prizes and a super secret coming up, which we're still trying to work out at the moment, but uh, it's going to be really cool, and we can't wait to announce it. Um, Yay! Apart from that, just want to thank our Patreon supporter, Paul Gallagher. Good on you, mate. You, he is in the Pinju tier, $3 a month, so that's cool. Why don't we have Patreon in uh, our thank you, Paul. inside there yep. with all the logos Pinju and stuff? appreciates you, boy. Does any, before before we close out, does anyone else have anything to say? Oh, that's true. Yeah, we should make an inside. Oh, yeah. They can get a hold of us on the, Patreon. Uh, group build. Uh, we should have a Patreon if, inside. We should I mean, if you, right. if you... I mean, <laughs> if you want to make it, go for it. <laughs> thanks for volunteering, yeah, Jack. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks, Jack. Have a ready for my next week. Cool. <laughs> He's not Cal, part of our you'll podcast. Have to cut this out, but uh, Lions on my donkeys. We did better T fifty five episodes than you. Hey, if you want to go ahead and beat his ass, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Lions why, on my donkeys. Why you got to be a dick? If you like, we'll tell you where he lives. William Anderson from the Lions on my donkeys podcast. If you would like to know where Ezra's location will be for the next week or so, I can give that to you. Like, if you want to go beat him up, I can send you right to him. <laughs> Just DM me on this. Oh, thanks, Don. Okay, so anyway, uh, want to thank Dom yeah, for jo- really joining is, us. Um, thank well, you, Don. You nice know, welcome. Mainly because we forced him. My own fault for coming on. Yeah, yeah. kind of your bad. Otherwise, yeah, Dennis, do you think? Well, you have been listening and watching to the Micro Machines podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in with us, and we will return to you next week. Alrighty. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya. Goodbye.